everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And I've been feeling quite Christmassy this evening. Uh, what you got going on? I I had a lovely day in because it's cold outside, so I didn't really want to leave after I woke up. So I'd stayed in bed for a while because I had the day off, which is always nice. And then I got up, and my roommate has a friend over, and they were making Christmas cookies, and oh. they were watching, they were watching holiday films, and I, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice little day. That's so had nice. A, had a good day. I felt, I was feeling very in the spirit today. Very nice. Yeah, it's uh, summer here, and so I'm really, uh, one of the things I'm missing about Christmas is the fact that you get those lazy days where you're like, it's cold outside and everyone agrees and we're all just going to stay in if we have that option. <laughs> and everyone here is like, it's gorgeous, let's not waste this beautiful day. And I'm like, I want to be in my jammies and sleeping. Yeah, I don't want to go outside. That sounds and, rough. Yeah, and it's there's no, there's no good excuse. Um... But I will tell you that I, I did try to get into the Christmas vibe by listening to the Jazzy Christmas playlist on Spotify, and I, I would like to share a, a frustration with you. Okay. Because this always comes up in the Jazzy Christmas or whatever Christmas playlist, and I hate it because it isn't a Christmas song, and oh, it pisses it, me off. It's my favorite things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a Christmas song, my dude. <laughs> like, I don't like it's that takes part. It, it takes place in the summer part of the Sound of Music, and yeah. just because it's about presents, it's not even about presents. I don't yeah, well, why. no, they, okay. There's like there's one bit of that song that mentions something about Christmas, and I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. That's no, it. no, 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 no. There's something else. Angels and roses and whiskers and kittens, something that's um, warm woolen mittens, maybe. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. I think there's something about snow. Girls in Is there white something about snow? Girls in white dresses with white satin, blue satin sashes. Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes. Yeah. That's snowflakes. So white keys that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my You know a lot of these lyrics. Yeah, dude. Um, all <laughs> this right. Is where, this is all the space that is occupied in my brain, um, and this is the reason I can't retain any new information. Yeah, brown paper of... packages tied up with strings. Uh, oh, they mentioned sleigh bells too. Sleigh bells. Okay. Doorbells still... and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles. Ugh, fucking Germans <laughs> with their schnitzel. No, man. Okay. Snowflakes. So... Silver white winters that melt into springs. So they immediately kind of backtrack on that one. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah, that's it, though. Nothing else in there. It's in the summer. It's just all the stuff she likes. And she happens to be, like, a winter soul, I guess, because she mentions a lot. She also (laughs) mentions some, like, nice... Like, she talks about puppies and kittens and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I honestly... I don't get why we needed to reach so far... For like, yeah. we, there is plenty of holiday music. We didn't. We really didn't need to, to stretch. Yeah, it's our like expectations. To bring my favorite things, and also, why in Jazzy Christmas do I have my favorite things by Kelly Clarkson? Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I want Michael Bublé 
and Leslie Odom mm-hmm. Jr. That's it. That's and Bing Crosby. What did the oh Leslie Odom Jr. did a Christmas album, didn't he? Yeah, like yeah, a whole. And it's, and it's a gift awesome. to all of us, and and we don't. <laughs> I haven't and listened Mariah, to it. But she's in Pop Christmas, right? You need your, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's it's Bing Crosby, Michael Bublé, Leslie Odom Jr. And if I hear Zoe Deschanel, I will kill someone. Yeah, I'll kill a person. Someone I hate s- her singing. I hate it. Whole Foods decided to put one of her Christmas songs on like oh, their God. playlist. And I I read an article recently, don't remember where, uh, or who it was by, about uh, working in retail around the holidays and why people tend to go absolutely batshit insane, Uh, and there is a definite correlation between hours worked with holiday soundtracks (laughs) that has something majorly to do with it. And I understand, because it's starting to make me go crazy if i was working full time like if they had me working 40 hours a week i you wouldn't be able to talk to me right now i would just i would be singing like paul mccartney christmas songs and (laughs) trying to rip my eyes out or something your your ears or something no man i okay i i've I've already hated on zoe deschanel in the course of this podcast uh, like only once before, but I think it needs to be said that that she's just doing a fake jazz voice, and it's very easy to do. She does it constantly. It's when she speaks too. Yeah, and it's that like <laughs> husky like one, but you can tell it's affected. It's not real, and so it really um it makes my blood boil a I just, little bit. I, so I'd like, like to to start this Christmas I have no... with rage. <laughs> it's always a good. Let's talk about let's talk about Christmas, Christmas theme. themes. Rage. <laughs> And how it's going to keep me warm over this this winter holiday. Or this, summer holiday, I guess. This hot, fiery anger that I feel building up inside of me. Yeah, I'm prepping for a hot and sweaty Christmas. <laughs> so it's all good. I'm actually I'm actually not returning to the United States. You'll be happy to know. Okay. Um are are you excited? Are you excited for my return? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be like uh I don't know what it'll be like, actually. I have no idea. I'm excited to wear sweaters for a short period of time, though. I'm, uh, like, I feel like I'm going to have, like, one week of Christmas. And yeah. I think that's is, uh, it's, uh, it's enough for me. You know? Like, we have this. We have our month of Christmas via the podcast. And then I go to the U.S. and I get to wear a sweater for a week and, mm-hmm. you know, play dress up. And then I go back to my, like, hot and sweaty mosquito world. Yeah, so see... That's the thing. That's probably honestly going to be perfect because right right now in New York, we had our first real snowfall. Well, actually, mm-hmm. first snowfall at all, and it was it just happened to be a snowfall that happened for like hours and hours. It just kind of went. It started awesome. in the morning and just went until midnight the next night, which was it was great because I I was feeling very good about it. <clears throat> but I have a feeling that by uh, two weeks, if we get uh, more snow and it just just feeling the the sort of bitter cold for too much longer is gonna get exhausting. So it, probably you're gonna have the best situation if it's still like I don't know wintry by the time you get here and not just yeah it might just be slushy and spring raining. already yeah yeah it could be you know we could have be. no uh, we have no uh, thermometer for for that right now or we do but it's being suppressed by the media so. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's it's bedtime where you are. It's 
bedtime. We shouldn't do this this late. And I had to have coffee, but then I was too jittery. So now I have a glass of wine with me. Try to balance it out. <laughs> uh, you made a holiday beverage this, I did. Uh, this week. How did that I, go? I got invited to a, a classy Christmas party. My friends who I went to purchase with, who are now uh, all in Westchester, hosted their annual classy Christmas where everybody gets dressed up all fancy, even though none of us warrant owning fancy clothes at this point in our lives mm-hmm. um so they host this party every year and this was the first time we had it when like none of us were in school i guess but uh-huh. i last minute decided i just got this crock pot this instant pot and i decided that i was going to bring the instant pot and bring all the fixins for mold wine and mm-hmm. make it at the party uh, which I, I probably should have given it a test run first. I probably should have, like, uh, thought about it a little more. So you <laughs> I was, experimented I was gonna on do the it. guests of this party. Yes, I did. How uh, did it work out? So I, I went out to, like, four different bodegas around this around the neighborhood to get all the ingredients that I needed between, like, wine, brandy, the, like real ass spices that I needed which bodegas are surprisingly good for mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and you mean yeah I needed cinnamon star anise the one thing Oranges. I couldn't find was cardamom couldn't find cardamom oh that's sad yeah but I mean it so I get there and I, I put all the ingredients in and it says the recipe uh, to cook on low for 30 minutes to an hour and mm-hmm. The Instant Pot doesn't appear... I didn't bring the booklet from the actual (laughs) Instant Pot, which I should have thought about. Uh, There's so many buttons on the front, I guess I just assumed I'd be able to figure it out. But Mm -hmm. I ended up just putting it on uh, slow cook and just leaving it for half an hour because I couldn't figure out a way to change the heat settings. It didn't... There was seemingly no way to change the heat settings, even though there's... Gotta be sure. able to do that. Okay. So I just kind of left it for a half hour. I monitored it because I was like, if this starts to steam, then the then alcohol will be gone. I'm definitely going to turn it off because that means the alcohol is actively leaving. So mm-hmm. it was fine though. I We actually ended up turning it off halfway and then doing another 15 minutes fresh, which I don't know mm-hmm. if that did anything at all, but uh, I popped it open and there was like, I added a little bit of brandy after it was done heating up, and it was way, way too strong <laughs> to start <laughs> Oh, God. So after I got that comment a couple times, I ended up throwing in some more apple cider and some more honey to it. Uh, there was honey called in the original recipe, so it wasn't out of place. Um... But yeah, it ended up really, really well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it tasted really good. Everyone really loved it. So mm. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm going to make it again. Yeah, it was, aw- it was awesome. Everyone was totally trashed. Like. <laughs> got smashed in their minds. Oh, my God. It was a great no, classy I have, party. <laughs> I have noticed that, like, all these wine drinks get you especially messed up. Like, sangria always. Do you remember when we made sangria at my apartment in Bushwick and it was just, like... I instantly just became, like, ill. Like, yes. gave me, like, the worst headache in the world. Yep. 
Because it was just like we had oxidized wine, and that's what you do with it. Like, <laughs> it also doesn't help when you have so much of a thing and you have nothing to like bring it to. <laughs> no, no yeah, group of people giant... to share it with. I mean, like it was delicious, and it was summer, and it was very refreshing. <laughs> Actually, it's sangria time here. I gotta make sangria. You should. Yeah, my um, my neighbor made like some Christmas thing specialty. Um, from Columbia today. That was cool. Um, I forget what it's called, but it had a, a name that was like Navidad something. And I was like, oh, it's for Christmas. And she's like, yes, it's for Christmas because Navidad means Christmas. So, <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. So what are we doing today, John? So today we are talking about continuing our, our holiday theme. Is surprise, how, surprise. How, how to decorate for the holidays. Very nice, very nice. Um, I'll let you know that I, I don't have much decorating or ability to decorate, right? And I'm leaving that up to, to the family in the States because I figure um, I'll be with them for the holidays, right? But I do right. have some string lights up in here. Uh, the previous occupant of this room, uh, when I went to see it for the first time before I rented it, she, for some reason, even though she was traveling for a short period of time, had bedecked the walls with photos of family and friends almost mm -hmm. as if she was trying to prove that she had them <laughs> and <laughs> i don't really i don't really feel the need to travel with like too much decoration yeah because, that seems weird to me yeah that's what facebook is for <laughs> and so i'm like very confused to this day as to why she had the walls plastered with photos i was like well yeah how long was she supposed to be there I have no, like, a couple of months, maybe, but, like, I'm here a couple of months. I don't feel the need. I'm sorry. I don't have any hard copy photos of people. Yeah, even. I've been living in my apartment in Brooklyn for a couple of months, and I, there's nothing on my walls. <laughs> I mean, like, that. I have, like, in my more permanent residences, I put, like, posters and, like, pictures and yeah. frames and stuff on the wall. They're all in frames now. I have a very special, I have a very strict rule that I'm a 25-year-old adult now, and if it goes on my wall, it is in a frame. Like, that is... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm an adult. I'm not taping shit to the walls anymore, okay? Yeah, like, this is yeah. part of growing up. Yep. And I think that needs to be adhered to. At, I think that's uh, fair. At all times, of course, because that's, that's how growing up. What about tapestries? Like. Do you got a big frame for your tapestry? No, I'm pro I'm pro tapestry, and tapestries traditionally do not have frames, so we're good there. That kind of goes it goes against your rule, though. Uh, it's the exception to the rule, and you know the exceptions make the rules possible. So I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. Believe me, I'm an English teacher, and I know <laughs> I know very well about exceptions now. Uh, it's a, it's impossible to teach my students without feeling just so bad for them. <laughs> English is so terrible to learn. I tell them a rule, and then I'm like, okay, here are the seven exceptions to that rule yep. and why we follow them all the time instead of the rule, and there's about three verbs that follow this rule. I love it. They love it, too. They love learning English. It's it's a passion, truly, yep. for all of us involved. We definitely don't just watch TED Talks. <laughs> uh, so when you think of holiday decorations, Emily, what do you think of? Christmas trees. Okay, fair, and, given, and I, given and, your background. And, yeah, and then I think, like, do you go real tree? Do you go fake tree? Now, as an environmental, like, I'm a lover of the real tree, right? Because right. it smells so good, it's so pretty, whatever. But then as an environmentalist, I'm thinking, well, maybe not. But then you remember that so many groves of trees are grown just for the season, and that's got to help negate 
the impact of carbon monoxide, right? So, right. I don't really know. I'm gonna look that up right now. What, what else do you think? I like leaves, bows, interesting. snowflakes, snowflakes, stars, uh, lights, pine cones, yes. um, spray painted gold. Fancy stuff. I think mom was a fan of like the rustic holiday theme. Yeah, so I definitely. Think that's why I lean towards it myself. Like she always liked what are the, the candles and the. What are the the plants? The red plants. What are um, they called? Those are poinsettias. Poinsettias. That's what it is. We've got a couple the poinsettias very, in the apartment. The very toxic plants. Is the yeah. Wait, are poinsettias poisonous too? Like super poisonous. Yeah. Isn't mistletoe also poisonous? Yeah. Which mistletoe is another important one. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I found out that um, everyone here drinks this this drink called mate. It's sherba mate. Okay. And it's like a tea that you drink, and it's hyper-caffeinated, uh, and it's like a sharing <laughs> beverage. Like, you put it in a little pot, and, like, you share it around. Like, you pour, it's like you pack it with leaves, and you have a straw that goes down to the bottom, and you it's like unstrained tea that you drink. Oh, um, and it's like a big deal. Sounds like kind of gross. Into the parks. No, it's actually kind of awesome. It's bitter, but it's good. But I found out that actually is a is a relative of holly. Wait, is holly and mistletoe are two different things? Oh, well, it's a relative of a holly plant, not mistletoe. <laughs> yeah, holly has the uh, has white um, berries, doesn't it? No, Holly. Holly's the one with the pointy leaves. It's still got red, red berries on yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. But I think I don't have white ones. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. But mate is a, a member of a Holly family, so I think, like, in this very summery way, I can I can still enjoy the holidays by knowing that Holly is is a, is sherba mate as well. That's nice. Yeah. So. How we're but yeah, it does have red berries, you're right. Yeah, that's Way what to I go, John. What Thank about you. mistletoe? Mistletoe Mistletoe looks weirder than you expect. And I think it's possible. Mistletoe that... has white berries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I think we need to sort of start ourselves from scratch here. With like we, we were given access to a house. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with, uh, just like a just like a one story, suburban house. With like a yard, front yard okay. and backyard. All right. And we're we're just gonna go wild with the decorations. We're gonna decorate it perfectly, ideally for the holidays. Okay. Well, I like a soulful holidays. Like, I like it to be a little, like, mishmashed, right? I don't like these people. Like, I don't trust people who mm-hmm. have it completely together as far right. as their decorations go. Because that, to me, sort of um, is indicative of some sort of underlying psychosis. Where okay. <laughs> your whole thing is like, per- you know when you walk into a house and it's like, perfectly organized and all everything's on theme and like they're like we have a silver and gold theme and everything's silver and gold and the lights are just white on the christmas tree with no like heart and soul to them think of like the uh 
the White House right now with its like soulless white brand. Have you seen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen the holiday decorations? This year? It's just like, like no personality to it. It's just one yeah, tone. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like ice and colds theme. Like I don't like that. I like the like, warmth next to the fire with like multicolored lights. I'm not a big fan of the big plastic. Yeah, it's got a very like, um, Charlie Brown theme, but like it's got a very Narnia Ice Queen vibe going on <laughs> it's like okay like if someone offers me turkish delight i'm fucking out of here okay <laughs> i'm done um so i like sort of like i do like um our the rustic theme a little better like pine cones branches whatever but once again I'm, i am leaning towards like fake tree now i, I don't really know um, that's interesting yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like, okay, so you look at the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, Often. Uh, yeah, because you're in, yeah, of course, you see it all the time because you live in New York and that, <laughs> you just see it. No, but that's like a hundred, that's an 11-story tree. Yeah. I mean, that's like a tree that, that could have stayed where it was, in my opinion. Like, I know it's beautiful <laughs> and it's a tradition, but like, I feel like that tree was around for a long time. I mean, I know their pines are can be faster growing depending on where they live but if you got that then you get that from canada i think and it's cold there it's slow growth tree because the growing season's short and then you take down this behemoth and it could have been doing a lot of good right i thought we got it as a gift from some country in europe um i thought our oh maybe i'm thinking of the the capital tree yeah maybe the tree in dc we don't get it as a gift, and I know they look for it, like, with a helicopter. They, like, find it in the wilderness. <laughs> like, it is not grown specifically for that purpose. It was, like, right. a habitat for, like, a lot of animals, and it was, like, reducing our carbon footprint a little bit by doing its, its good work, you know, trapping a lot of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. So, you really, as much as I enjoy, like, the big tree, I, I really think we need to go, like, environmentally friendly sooner rather than later. Maybe, like, two yeah, years ago, we need maybe. to we need to start the tradition in dc and new york with a fake fake christmas trees fake 20 fake 30 foot christmas trees yeah i mean like i don't know i know like there's there would be backlash for this right but like i really think it's time and i i think tradition needs to be sacrificed in this sense because i don't think that much is added by having this fake ass tree and like imagine you can or having a real tree like you could have a fake tree made from like recycled materials because they're made from like plastic anyways dude like take that plastic out of the ocean turn it into a christmas tree i would i would love that you know pretty killer that would be dope get rockefeller center on the phone let's do this okay (laughs) yeah yeah go ahead right right now what time is it there nine yeah they'll be up all right. oh, I don't want to know about the lighting. I want to know about the tree itself. Tell me about the big tree. <sighs> tree Canaba. It's milled tree and made to lumber that is used for home building. Each year, the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree continues to be a symbol of hope. Um, Does it? Yes. Is it? Right. I don't. I don't know. Have you seen it and felt hopeful? I guess. Like. Not really. <laughs> I've seen it and been like, "Hey, that's a that's a tree. That's a big fucking tree." Is what I usually say. Okay, so I guess we do. And then people are like, sir, there's children here. Please don't curse out loud like that. Yeah, but I mean, like... And I say, I'm an American. Do what I want. I want to know about the tree. And then I chant, I chant USA. Like... Uh, all the way down Manhattan till I get to Wall Street. And then yeah. I hop on the A train and head home. 
How was that, by the way? Because that oh, was the like other a day? line that blew up. Or yeah, well, up. not or attempted well, to be blown up. Yeah, nothing really got blown up. So that's the that's the thing is like it's awful. It's an awful thing that happened, but I feel like most people laughed about it because the people who were affected by it, it was three people. Uh, well, four people, including the guy who did it. He like strapped a bomb to his chest, and he didn't even die. No, like he he harmed himself pretty bad. But he's in custody and alive, and there are three people who got like minor injuries and got in cabs and took themselves to the hospital. Yeah, like, I mean, like I'm not taking an ambulance if I'm a New Yorker. Hell no. No, definitely not. But like everyone in, in New York just kind of shrugged it off. It was like, oh, nobody died. Okay, cool. Now I can be annoyed at the fact that my trains are late. Yeah, of course. That was just the general consensus. I got to go into work an hour late, and it was just cool. So that's. Again, it was not a good thing. Like, not happy that it happened. Sorry, but. I was looking. Um, I was looking up the. Uh... It came from Pennsylvania this year. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, America, homegrown trees. Yeah, but it was also like no longer is going to be fixing carbon, and it's a big ass tree. Like, it's true. I get it. It will be recycled. I like that it will be recycled. How much? Uh, how much time? You, this is another question that you should be able to answer because you're science. Um, sure, except that you, of all the science questions answered today, you're the one who got one right. So I mean, of <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, how much time of breathing oxygen would I be able to get from that tree alone? From just that tree, it's a big yeah. tree. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, how many feet tall? Look, you look up how many feet. The tree is? Oh, I think it's 75 feet tall. That's fucking super tall. Is. Okay. 632.44 pounds per year, right? That's how many okay. you take up. And this tree produces roughly 6,000 pounds, so that's 10 people a year. So. I can survive for 10 years. On this one tree that we've On cut this down. one tree for one, if the tree was around for one year. Yeah, so this is despicable, right? Because this is like you, <laughs> it's you and nine of your closest friends alive for a year, and now they're not because of this tree. If I had to choose between me and nine friends being alive or dead for a year, I'd probably pick alive. Okay, so we should, we should cut down the big tree. <laughs> As a protest for cutting it down in the first place, we should go to Rockville Center, Rockefeller Center and cut it down ourselves. That's that's the take home. That's what I'm that's, doing for this. I feel that. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're hosting a meetup. We're hosting a meetup. <laughs> downtime meetup. Yeah. Be like, we did the math here on downtime with the help of the internet. And we're saving not like 10 lives. Well, I guess eight lives because we're definitely, <laughs> we're definitely including ourselves in this. Yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, th- I think we should I think we should move to fake tree, and that that's my argument for it. Everyone, um, grab an axe and meet me at my apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah, because uh, screw Habitat for human- Humanity, because we're doing our own thing this year, and yeah. that thing is called Melodies for Water. And John, why don't you tell us about that? Because it's that's definitely true. time. Oh shit, we didn't do any decorating talk at all. We did. I guess we, we talked, talked about, about big big decorative trees. <laughs> um, okay, so. 
uh, we have a wonderful musical guest this week that we've had on before. I think the song that we had on before was when she was with her band, though. Yeah, so it was, it was this for is... your own health. I remember these things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so our musical guest this week is Hannah Lee Thompson with her song, Please Be Patient With Me. Please be patient with me. Which is, I'm, that's the title of the song, and also I'm saying that to you because I'm a mess. Um, it's a song off the album Melodies for Water, just like last week with our song from Leah Woods. We have another song from Melodies for Water because we've teamed up with them uh, for the entire month. They are a non-profit collaboration album uh, done to raise awareness about the global water crisis. As a part of our holiday theme this month, we've decided to feature a song from this album each week for the entire month of December in order to aid the artists in their goal to raise funds for the water filtration system in the town of Chiapas, Mexico. Uh, So for more information about that, uh, we have a link included in the description where you can go and buy the album. It's a great album. It's got a lot of great tunes on it, and it's helping this awesome cause. So this holiday season, please feel it in your heart, I guess, to spend $7. It's $7, and you get access to great music, and also you're helping all of these people in this town. So check out the link in the description below, and for now, please enjoy... Please Be Patient With Me by Hannah Lee Thompson. Uh, This song is called Please Be Patient With Me. Please be Be patient with me Please be patient I haven't let it slip my mind so heavy on my chest Please be patient with me. Uh, like we said before, if you'd like to buy this song or the whole album that's featured on Melodies for Water, please go to the link provided in this description below. Um, I think it, it goes without saying, especially in the past week of news about the California wildfires, that the water crisis is growing and we can see it. Um, so I want to take this moment to be serious for a second and say that this is a real issue that people Mm -hmm. should be paying attention to. And it's one that I am particularly passionate about. And so I'm very happy to be featuring 
uh, songs from this album this week, Melodies for Water, because I think it's something that we need to be drawing attention to sooner rather than later, because this is something we need solutions to. For right now, if you can give, then I would say please give to this particular charity because I think it's very good in itself or please just look up the water crisis because I think it's something that people need to be aware about it's grim um it's difficult to listen to and hear about because it's something that we don't have good solutions to right now so if you can find it in your hearts to buy this album uh get some great music in the way it's sort of a light-hearted way to 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 give to this uh, global crisis that's happening. I know that wasn't the most eloquently spoken thing <laughs> since I didn't really prepare it at all, but it is something I'm very passionate about myself. So I'm very happy to be featuring songs from this album, Melodies for yeah. Water. So check it out. And Definitely. thank you, Hannah. Yeah, thanks, Hannah. Uh, okay, right. so we Let's need to, to we need to decorate this. Not real <laughs> we need to decorate this, this friggin' house. We We've to, got okay. this We've house got was donated to us. And we, under the condition that we decorate it like crazy for the holidays. Okay. And so we need to, we need to deliver on that or else we're going to owe somebody a lot of money. True, true, true. Okay. So, so what do you like, John? Cause I like, like well, I've got, I've got some LED. ideas. Okay. Hit me up. Hit me up. What you so. Got? Nativity set. Uh, so from wood. No, I wasn't going to go. A mannequin nativity set. How do you feel about inflatables? Ooh, I think they're kind of kitschy. I hate them, so let's not okay. do that. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm glad we're on this. I, good page. I really hate I that. think that there's not, there's never enough trees. Okay, but we just talked about that. They're not. Uh, no, like I understand, but, but in in our house, there's always one tree. Mm-hmm. Everyone always puts one tree, and they're like, "Yeah, that's fine." Yeah, and that's enough damage. Come on. I. No, we need, look, I'm talking inside and outside. Okay. So you're, you got the, the ones inside can be fake. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the ones outside, you plant all those trees. So now we, we get this round. going. Yeah. Then you'll have them year round and you just decorate them all the time. So you're, I, you gotta, if we get everybody listening to this right now to go out and plant like seven or eight or 10 or 20 evergreen trees in their front yard and their backyard how much oxygen is that making how many of my friends can please, survive for a year off please of that don't, don't make me <laughs> don't make me do this bad again. <laughs> i agree and you know i like the idea of living in my own personal forest yeah. um yeah and then if it snows like it's awesome but then if you know if then if like a lot of winds hit your house because of some sort of natural event i, I don't know how safe you are from that but hopefully like maybe like they'll be negating some some climate change and then your kids might be like superhuman because of like exposure to all that extra oxygen you know right and so i do like the idea of planting many many trees in your yard and then decorating them with festive lights maybe yeah. some ornaments but or putting ornaments in the outside trees is like a whole thing because then you got to recover them like afterwards you just got to get really really good ornaments and that brings me to my next point uh, which is giant steel ornaments. Expand on that. We need giant baubles for our giant trees that are in our yards. Mm-hmm. And they also need to be durable. So I went. I figured steel was a good option. All right. 
But then won't they be really heavy and sort of like bow the tree down a bit? So, okay. Especially in, so, in their infancy. Like this year, they would be babies. It sounds like you're posing a lot of problems with my with my brainstorming, Emily, instead of posing solutions. I'm saying like a strings of lights and like, and maybe like, don't put mistletoe in your trees, by the way. Does, that, does everyone know this? No. Oh, okay. Mistletoe is actually like an epiphyte and it's a parasite on trees. So don't put mistletoe in trees, like... Because it's an invasive species, and you and you shouldn't do that. That's just like an extra. That's an aside. Like if you put mistletoe outside, you, you yeah. a dummy. We don't want epi fights. We want epi hugs. Oh, I get it. Okay. So. But you know, normally it works better if it like rhymes. Like we don't. We so fights. we want epi. Emily, it doesn't fights. feel like you're on my team today. I'm so sorry. It's late at night. Um, we've got we've got giant trees and giant bob giant steel baubles. You don't uh-huh. think that those trees are gonna be able to hold up those baubles? Um, not in their infancy, but I mean, like, if we're if we're brainstorming several years down the down the line, I think we're good. And then I like putting like a little star well, on the top of each. Look, of them. you were you were in favor of fake trees before. Why don't we just switch them over? We'll make them giant steel trees. Ooh. That way they'll hold up the bottles. <laughs> the problem is I don't like this idea at all, but you've already criticized me for not no, being look, on board. No, if you if you want to offer up some solutions, I'm just saying the criticism with no backup is, is hitting me the wrong way. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm all in favor of planting trees and then putting lights in them. Like, that's where I think we should go with this. Like, we should make this, like, twinkly evergreen forest, and I think it would be beautiful. Imagine that. It'd be magical. It would be. And then when Santa comes, I do want it in my house also, though. Yeah, it's fine. Because there's, like, there's few things that feel more Christmassy. Like, there's something to be said for, like, being inside and, like, all cozy with a a cup of some warm beverage, be it cocoa or something. I don't know. Mulled wine is also a good... I need to make some more mulled wine. That shit was good. Yeah, I just have regular wine right now. I think that's why I'm in the negative Nancy mode. It's because I have this beautiful (laughs) glass of wine sitting here and I can't indulge because we have to do this podcast. Um, But, so, there's something to be said for that environment. But also, like, going back to Narnia, that seems like the most, like, holiday, Christmassy environment to me. Is just walking through, like a wooded winter wonderland, you know? Yeah. So I want to recreate that in my home. I want evergreens all throughout this bitch. I want it. I want twinkle lights everywhere and big ornaments. And Christmas music. Just 24 seven. I mean, yeah, it's not a part of decorating, but it's creating the ambiance. I think that's important. I like candles and like the light, like the twinkly lights. Like I'm very in favor of that. How do you feel about icicle lights? Because I'm against. Yeah, I don't like them. I think they yeah. look tacky. The blue lights, like I'm not into it. Yeah, any, I don't know. Blue doesn't go with it. No, I don't like it. Here's an that idea. Feels cold. Here's an idea. Okay. I want people to know that my place is the place to be for the holidays, mm-hmm. and so I think we take a page out of like furniture stores and car dealerships book and get giant ass spotlights. And put them out my front windows. 
well, you know, they do have those Christmas light competitions that are like very in vogue or have been going on forever. I, I guess it's not really the, the case for in vogue because it's not new. But I mean, like they have that. So I mean, they have the competitions for who has the best light display and people just go all out and spend a lot of money on that. So you could do you could be one of those people. As Does it include the giant spotlights, though? Uh, I guess for you it does. How about the ones who like uh, link it to a serious XM radio station and then you can like roll up on their house and that's like they're encouraging people that to spy on them. That shit is crazy. I loved finding those. I think there's like a website. I thought at one point I thought there was a website where people like registered and was like, yeah, we've got the like our house is one of these houses that you can. It's got a major light display all over the front of the house. And it's hooked up to a radio station, so roll up any time at night and check it out. I'm pretty sure there was a website that, like, told you where all those places were in suburbia. Let's see. I want to find this, and this will be the last thing for the day. Um, holiday Series 6M blog. Turn on the joy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you can look it up. Right? Where in the world is Santa Claus? Oh, we're, we're tracking? Okay, no rad, right? We have to be tracking Santa at all times. Of course. Because we live in a surveillance I mean, state. Okay, I this mean, is... right now he's in the North Pole, hopefully. So this is, this is the last thing I want to talk about. Because we're having sort of a dystopian Christmas this year, and I don't think we can really help it. So I, I think maybe just lean into it, right? Um... Something I have a major issue with, and I wonder if you have anything to to uh, to put in for it, um, that we're getting kids used to being in a constant like Orwellian surveillance state by telling them that Santa is always watching them, and parents these days have taken it way too far because now we can track Santa on no, on NORAD, right? And then right. we have Elf on the Shelf, which is yeah. a sinister little bitch. That thing. I mean, come on. Like, it moves in the night, and it's watching you, and he's reporting everything he sees to Santa. Well, like, that, well hey. That's fucked. It's also, I mean, you don't want to badmouth our, our favorite holiday tradition, the Cagatillo. Cagatillo uh, is also doing that. The Cagatillo is, yeah. The Cagatillo is there to watch you and make sure you're being good. Yeah, but at least he doesn't move around. Like, and you get you get yours from him. Like, the elf on the shelf is just an informant. Elf on right? the Shelf is supposed to be moving around? I thought he was stationary. No, he moves. It's like a garden gnome? You don't know what he's going to do next. How do like, those garden gnomes move around? And now they have... I saw something just in bad shit insane on the internet recently, and it was like the elf <clears throat> surveillance camera that they're selling. Uh, what like, the fuck? It's a fake surveillance camera with a little red light inside of it. Why? Why are we so... And you're trying to what, get your was, kid used was to someone's, watched at all times. What, someone's smart-ass kid actually made them think this was a good idea. It was no, like, nah, this is idea. this is just a doll. It's not a real elf. It's not saying anything to Santa. It's like, uh, so the parents were like, yeah, okay, we'll figure this out. So they got a surveillance <laughs> camera with a light on it. was like, yeah, you see that fucking thing? It's watching you all the time, so stop throwing like your just... toys around the kitchen, Matthew. That's just like you should not be surveying children to be like I mean it's not real but like anything that says like you do not have privacy to a child is like really fucked in my book like kids should have privacy 
Like, I know, like, the, like all the reviews on it were really scary. They were like, oh, my kid is sure to behave in front of this because Santa's always watching. And it's, like, seven bucks on Amazon Prime. And uh, it has many bad reviews now, thank God. Elf surveillance Santa camera. And parents, like, well, stick Emily, it on the Well, you've, Emily, you've never been the parent of Matthew, who's throwing his toys all around the fucking kitchen all day long. Yeah, fuck you, Matthew. How do you get Matthew to behave, Emily? Oh, Elf okay. on the shelf didn't work. We're not Jewish, but Mensch on the bench didn't work either. What do you do, Emily? I really love um, the reviews on this. Actually, are really great. Um, you know, I was worried that this would make my kids become subservient to the idea of an all-powerful organization monitoring their every move. However, <coughs> the nice gentleman who delivered this product in black sunglasses and a two-piece suit reassured me that it's all fuck? done in the name of the holiday spirit. Although what? I do have to take off a star because my high school daughter recently had to be taken on vacation to a Cuban resort due to some unpatriotic language she used when talking about our old glorious and wonderful leader. I think what? she ruined her Christmas, but yeah, it's a joke. It's a jokey joke. It's a joke. Oh, well, now you ruined it. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. thought that the, I thought Amazon was sending, like, agents from the Matrix to send their, their packages now. <laughs> All of these um, reviews are actually really great, so I, I highly recommend people look up the Elf Surveillance Santa camera, but that is something that will certainly not be going in our house because we are not in favor of living in a surveillance state because we already do. Like, Alexa already exists, so we don't need this in addition to it. Okay, well, we need we need some more stuff on this house, because we're pretty bare bones. We got well, trees mean, we, all over the place and lights. That's pretty we, much it. We need to cut down on our time, too, because we're at the end of it here. So, so why don't you rapid fire it for us, what you need in this house, and I'll just say yes. <laughs> Fucking, all right. I need snow machines oh my God, just yes. all over the place. I want, like I said, I want this to be a goddamn winter wonderland. But I can need... we use, like, the, the glittery snow made from algae since we're going eco-friendly this year? Because glitter is actually, like, terrible for the earth. I I don't know, like, a real snow machine. I think it makes plastic snow, though. Oh, you want real snow. Yeah. Okay, in Like, favor. the ones they use at ski resorts and stuff. Check. I want, okay. I want like, a full-blown ski resort in, in and out of my house. Yeah, I, I want to... I want to be freezing all the time. I want to feel like I live inside the White House. No, man. Okay, the rooms the rooms will be engineered like igloos, like igloo rooms. Because ice <gasps> is an insulator. Oh, my God, those ice palaces. Yeah. Go we're gonna... There's this, like, amazing one on the border of China and Russia that's, like, a giant ice... You know, hang on. Hand. You're right. You're right. Demolish the whole house. It's an igloo now. <laughs> we're making it. We're making it this house an ice house. I like it. It's both an ice house and a nice house. An ice house, nice house, with the evergreen forest outside of it, so it looks like you're walking. And inside like of it. Up, when you walk up the drive, you know, and then, yeah, I like it. And then it's a big greenhouse on the inside. And then and it, it probably would be pretty misty because of all those trees, and then it would, like, be, like, self-watering. And Santa will have a super easy time getting down that chimney because it'll be slippery. It'll be like more it. difficult for him to get up, but he's magic. He gets into I, apartments and stuff. How? How does he do it? We don't know. And we're not uh, going to find out because we're not going to have one of those elf security cameras. Um, I think I think that's going to do it for us. Just everything. Hang on. Wait. Everything. We're out of time, John. We need to. We know. We need to reupholster all of our furniture. Every, red everything. Red with white fringe. Everything. All right. Mistletoe everywhere. I want everybody smooching all the time. 
Okay. You're not. You're never safe from smooches, no matter where you're standing in this house. Smooches are coming. Broken <laughs> down. Prepare for the smooch. Okay. Sure. I, I like it. All right, John. Why don't, why don't you? Why don't we say our, our goodbyes? Why don't we say our thanks? I think we've done it. You don't want to Sno- say thanks. Snowball you? fights at all hours of the day. Okay. All right, John. All right. I'm sorry. We devoted too much time to the to to the, to, to chemistry and Christmas, and I apologize. Yeah, we're gonna have to- we're gonna have to cut some of that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I'd like to thank Hannah Lee Thompson for her song "Please Be Patient with Me" off of the album "Melodies for Water." Again, you can check out. Uh, Hannah says that she's got pretty much her Instagram is what she's pushing people towards. So check out her Instagram in the link below. Check out "Melodies for Water" at their Bandcamp page and buy their album. Buy it seven dollars. It's super cheap. You get great music and it's a good cause. Buy "Melodies yeah. for Water." We're going to start bullying people into it now. Okay, cool. Uh, Downtime with John and Emily is sponsored by Audible.com for a free 30-day trial to Audible.com with all of its ebooks and everything they have available. Please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. Get free 30 days. I think it's audiobooks. Ebooks are like the ones you the ones you read. Oh, audiobooks. So audibletrial.com slash downtime. And then you'll find out what you get with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up. Don't think about what it is before you sign up for it. No, 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 just, just do, do it. it. Just trust us. And do it from downtime. Do it from audibletrial.com slash downtime. Yeah. That's a good place to do it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, We'd also like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. We're still using, uh, we're going to, all month we're going to use the Christmas, the holiday uh, theme that he wrote for us for our last year's uh, holiday special. So, enjoy that it's it's great he put it together for us really fast and we're really grateful that we have him and have his music so thank you ethan for your music so much we're always accepting submissions for music as well as suggestions for how to's if you have an idea for a great suggestion that you want us to try have a question for us in general or have a musical submission please go to downtimesubs at gmail.com for that send us a message we also have links on our website getdowny.com using the connect tab or if you just want to say hi just say hi to us because we're really lonely and it's the holidays so yeah thank you so much my name is emily downey i'm john downey al roker i will fight you with snowballs in our ice palace